0: Welcome back to Bulls and Bears. I'm your host, Adam Batisco, having some laughs in studio. Always fun on the weekends here with the guys. Just uh, talking about the markets, talking about the do's and the dotes of the financial markets. That a lot of individuals, when they talk about the financial markets, it's, it's something that's intrinsic. It's personal. A lot of times when people talk about their portfolio, it's something that they keep close to the vest. And what's unique about the financial markets, if you truly understand how it works, Champ, you know this. This is nothing new to you, and I want to talk about this to the listener right now. But what about utilizing the market for income? What about Utilizing the market on a consistent basis, where someone could uh, essentially pay their bills off the markets,
1: it's an amazing opportunity if you understand the time that we live in. I mean, in the history of the U.S. markets or the history of the global markets, it's never been a better time to trade for income. In other words, shorter-term opportunities that can provide you with a cash flow. And what I love about at our academy, we talk about the two buckets of money. We talk about the wealth bucket, which is the 401k, IRA. DSP, 457 accounts, you know, the long-term wealth that you're building to have retirement and nest egg, that's one bucket. The other bucket's what we call the cash bucket. And many of the listeners, their cash flow is from a job or a business. You know, they have a career that provides them a cash flow, but for some, for some of them, many of them, it's not enough. I mean, it doesn't give them the lifestyle they want. And so they have to utilize resources that they traditionally would put away for retirement to give them the lifestyle they want, and then they don't have enough money when they get to retirement age, so they can't stop working. So what the markets are is they're literally just a vessel, if you will, for us to utilize to make some consistent income if we understand how to do it. Now, one of the most important aspects of understanding how to do it is having a good system, a rule-based system of making decisions. And if you have that, if you have some sort of a consistent plan that allows you, when you're right, to make a good return and when you're wrong, to take a small, predefined loss, the markets can provide a tremendous opportunity to give you income, and more importantly, you don't have to be smart. I mean, we talk about this constantly, is that you just have to be able to follow a plan. I tell everybody, if you can tell the difference between a red and green, those two colors, and you can follow a set of rules or recipe or directions, I believe you can be successful in the markets. And you just got to be able to learn those rules and recipes. And what's unique and exciting about that is that whenever I meet people that are traders, you know, I have an E-Trade account or I have a Scott Trade account or I have a TradeStation account, I always ask people, why did you open that account? And it's not a trick question, I tell them. And they say, well, to make money, to profit from price change and price movement in the markets." I say, exactly. I say, and if you had a good, consistent plan that allowed you to win more than you lose, even slightly more, and by, but when you're wrong and you take a small loss, you could provide an income for yourself. And people begin to get excited about that because that cash flow, that opportunity to have an income, for many of them, it can be a second stream of income. In other words, they can do it in addition to their job or their business, and they can supplement their income to hopefully have enough money coming in to give them that lifestyle they want and still have that retirement nesting. And there's so many ways that we can make income in the financial market. There's so many asset classes. There's so many styles of trading and investing that it just becomes becomes an open door for people that really want to learn the skill to potentially have that ability to make that income. And more importantly, to make a consistent income to supplement their income or, heck, even replace their income if they get really good at it.
0: Absolutely, Champ. And, you know, people ask all the time, they go, is that realistic? Of course. I know plenty of traders that live off the financial markets, that they utilize the market as their primary income. Now, is everyone going to get there? Is that everyone's goal? Not necessarily, but you know what? A lot of times, majority of the traders that I know, when they're trading for income, it's a second stream of income. That means that they're working, their spouse is working, and now they got a third stream of income for the household. And that's what really starts to separate themselves from the masses. You start matching your income from somewhere else, and you're not working a, double, a second job that's a game-changer. And the financial markets can do that. But you said it earlier, Champ, you need to have a key set of. You need to be able to follow rules. You need to understand basic math. And you're you're right, it's not difficult, it's just different.
1: And imagine if you had a systematic approach to the markets. In other words, you had a high high ability to see where price should turn, or you had a high probability way of understanding that price is at a high, it's going to fall, I know now it's time to either get out of this position or to short this position because it's going to fall in price. If you had a plan in place that literally was just following a cookie-cutter system that told you with specific information where to get in and where to get out, it would make... It makes the system so much simpler, and what I love about our academy is that that's what we do. We have a a patented system where we teach people where price should turn before it turns. Now, it's not always right. I mean, there's no 100% probability, but what it does is it gives people that confidence that they need to make that decision and to really start to go into the market. And the benefit of that for many people is you don't have to have a ton of money to get on the field either. I mean, I have people that come into the academy that have two or $3,000 to their name, and we figure out a plan for them to start to create a, a supplemental income and start to use the market for cash flow. So it's a great opportunity if you understand what to look for and the market is provided. It's just a matter of following a good plan and going after it and becoming successful through the process of learning and trial and error.
0: What we need to talk about, Champ, is we need to talk about what to do when this market sells off because it's not an if. It's just a when this thing releases, whether it's tomorrow, or whether it's a month or two months or five months from now. We have to be ready for a down market. In the military, they teach you in a time of crisis, you default to your level of training. Champ, let's talk to the listener. Let's see how trained they actually are when it comes to shorting the market.
2: I don't think they are trained. I guarantee you most people right now, if you said, what does shorting the market mean? They couldn't tell you. They think it had to do with time frame, like how long you hold a stock or how long you're in a mutual fund. Shorting means selling before it falls in price and selling something that you don't own. The great thing about the markets, listen carefully, folks. The great thing about the markets is that I can sell something I don't own. And the way I'm able to do this, but we call short selling. And what it does, it allows us to make money either direction the market goes up, we can make money. the market goes down, we can make money. And the good thing is, is that when we learn the skills of short selling or making money when the market falls, we separate ourselves from the masses. The masses don't get it. They don't understand how to make money when the market falls, or they would have made money in 2008 when the market collapsed. People got crushed during that collapse, and yet there were other people that were short that collapse that made a fortune. See, the beautiful thing about the market, Adam, as you know, is it's a zero-sum game. For every dollar lost, loss, it's a dollar made. So if you don't learn the skills or understand how to make money when the market falls, what are you doing in the market? You're hoping for it to go higher? All my trader friends say no tree grows to the sky. And the scary thing is is this. We're already seeing the move down in price, and people are still buying. They're still buying every two weeks in their 401ks. They're literally picking up mutual funds, which are nothing more than baskets of stocks, and they're buying at a time when they should be selling or shorting. And the frightening thing is is this, there are people that are shorting against your buying. In other words, when you're selling... When you're buying, somebody else is shorting and that short person is going to profit from the move down in price and it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when. The listeners need to learn the skills of shorting or they're only going to make money half the time, if that and when they do, they're going to get crushed the other half of the time they're never going to hit their goals. Well, you've got to
0: ask yourself, when do you make money in your account? If you're in a situation where you only make money when the market goes up and you know that the market goes up and down, ask yourself a simple question, why am I not learning the skill of how to make money in a down market? It's, it's as simply as turning left in your car or turning turning right. Both are the same. It's just you need to know how to do both. And a lot of people, when it comes to their portfolio, they, you know, earlier we were talking about diversification. They think that's the answer to, you know, minimizing risk. And it's really not. It's simply understand that if the market's going up, take that opportunity. If the market's going down, take
2: that opportunity. Well, and I think the problem, Adam, is is a byproduct of the buy and hold generation. I mean, literally during the 80s, all you did was buy and everything went up for 18 years. The market went up 1300 percent increase in value in the market over 18 years. It's unprecedented. And the problem is, is that when the market collapsed, people didn't know what to do because they were so used to buying and holding. Well, we're in a different market, folks, and this is not your granddad's market anymore. And the skill set to profit on price directional movement, in other words, when price goes up, you make money, price goes down, you make money, that becomes so valuable in a market like this. And we talk about shorting. All we're doing is we're selling something we don't own. I'll give you an example. If, if we're looking at Microsoft stock, say it's traded at 50 bucks a share. You think it's going to 45. You don't own it, but you think it's going from 50 to 45. So how can I profit on that move? Because if it's going to move from 50 to 45, that $5 move in price is going to give somebody an opportunity to make money. The problem is is that the masses don't know how to make money when the price falls. A short seller, all they do is when they go into the markets, they're able to sell shares of Microsoft simply by utilizing their broker's inventory. This is the unique thing about short selling, is that I'm selling something I don't own. So if I'm using TD Ameritrade and I want to sell Microsoft, I can hit the short sell button on my platform, and what will happen is TD Ameritrade will sell shares of Microsoft into the market at whatever price I want to sell it at, and that money comes into my account. So in, in, in essence, what I've done is I've sold their inventory. I didn't own the stock, but I was able to sell their shares into the market at a price that I believed it was going to go no higher at, and I believe it was going to fall eventually, and I wanted to sell it when it was at a higher price. So when I sold it at 50. I wait until it falls to 45 and then I buy it back. I replace it back to my broker's inventory. So in other words, I sold their shares at 50. I bought their shares back at 45. I replaced the stock back to my broker. I get to keep the $5 a share on the move down in price. That's all shorting is. It's simply a measure of buying low and selling high, except I'm selling to enter the position or the trade, and I'm buying it back when it falls to a price where I believe it's going to stop falling. I close the trade, and I keep the profit. That's shorting. It's as simple as that. And the problem is, Adam, as you know, the masses have been trained that up is good. And down is bad. The reality is, is up is good and down is good. And once they realize that, they'll never think the same about the markets. Well, and that's exactly it,
0: Champ. They just need to figure out that it is possible, and it is something that someone can learn how to do, and if they figure out how to do it, that's going to create opportunity, and they won't have to worry. There's there's listeners right now, and I know for a fact that there's people listening to this right now, that when they lay their head down at night, one of the things that they're thinking of before they close their eyes is, what's going to happen to this market? And if that's you, if you're the person that you know your retirement's going to change, you know you might need to go back to work, or if you realize that, you know what, you've you, you retiring in the next three, four years is not gonna happen. If you lose thirty percent of your portfolio, then you absolutely need to learn how to short sell. And online trading academy, the sponsor of Bulls and Bears, understands individuals out there do want to, you know, generate additional income. They do want to look towards the markets to generate some or supplement some income. And online trading academy has a class specifically on trading for income. And this what's unique about this, if you've never traded a day in your life, if you're brand new to the financial markets, it starts from the ground up and it works its way up to understanding how someone can be successful in the financial markets. This is a five hundred class every time we give it away here on Bulls and Bears. The phones light up. I only have 15 seats to give away. We're going to do callers 10 to 25. Pick up the phone right now and call 844-51-TRADE. That's 844-51-TRADE for callers 10 to 25 to get a $500 class from our sponsor, Online Trading Academy. That's 844- 518-7233. 844-518-7233 for callers 10 to 25. Once again, 844- 51 TRADE. This is Adam and Champ on Bulls and Bears. In today's market, old investment beliefs are outdated, outmoded, and simply not profitable. The most trusted name in financial education, the Online Trading Academy, is equipping today's top traders with the timeless skills to succeed in any market. Here's what one of their graduates has to say about learning to take control.
1: I'm no longer holding investments for an extended period of time. I manage day-to-day my trades, and I'm able to book profits consistently.
0: Courses at our state-of-the-art locations will give you insight into the signals of the market and how to manage risk, as this student explains. The training I've received at Online Trading Academy has really put me in the upper echelon of traders and what all traders aspire to be, and that is consistently profitable. I have had some losing days, but I have never had a losing week. Online Trading Academy is eager to assist you in developing your personal trading skills. Call now and receive a free home study course worth $247 just for attending.
1: Call 844-51-TRADE. That's 844 51 Five one TRADE eight four four five one eight seventy two thirty three or online at free dot com. That's eight four four five one trade eight four four five one TRADE or online at free
0: Welcome back to Bulls and Bears. I'm your host Adam Batisco, having a good time in the studio. As always, talking about the do's and the don'ts of the financial markets. One of the things that people get hung up on in the financial markets is how the markets truly work. You know, People always want to be concerned about the company and the company's value, or they want to know about P-E ratios or book earnings. And Champ, you know this as well as I do. The markets have been around for over 200 years. And just like anything in the in this world, everything is based off of supply and demand. And a lot of people get confused that the financial markets are, are based off of supply and demand as well. They want to think it has something to do with products and earnings season. Let's take a moment. Let's talk to the listener. Let's get down to the nuts and bolts of how the markets are truly trading and invested from the institutional level all the way to the level of the guy at home.
1: Well, there's been different schools of thoughts over the years as to how you go about making decisions as to whether to buy or sell something when to buy or sell something. And the old school philosophy is what they call fundamental analysis. In other words, you look at how strong the company was, did they have cash reserves, what their price to earnings were. In other words, what the stock price was, to the earnings that they created for the company. You know, all these types of what they call fundamental indicators, things like sales forecasts that projected out into the future where the company should go, you know, new product development, and that was all fine and good. And in a long-term valuation model, in other words, when you're trying to buy something and hold it for 20 years, that was a great system to follow. But the problem is is that this market is different. I mean, we've literally, after 2000 and the collapse of the dot-com bubble, and then subsequently the collapse of the banking bubble, and now I believe, and we talked about earlier, that the U.S. equities market, the stock market, is in another bubble. We've seen some dramatic moves down and dramatic moves up, literally in much shorter periods of time. In other words, your highs and lows are getting higher and lower with less period of time in between them. That's the history of the market, and it's, and it's changed and the problem is that old fundamental outlook style of investing, it's gone out the window. Because the reality is is this, if a company's strong and has good financial strength and, and good forecasts for the future growth of the company, but nobody wants to buy the stock, it's going to fall in price. See, if there's more supply than demand, even though the company has good foundational economics that say it should go up in value... It won't go up if there's more sellers and buyers at that time. It's going to fall in price. And conversely, if it comes to an area where there's more buyers and sellers, price is going to rise. So the equation that makes price move in the market, the stock market, the the financial markets as a whole, is supply and demand. And just like in real estate, when the market went to record highs in 2004 and 2005 in the residential real estate market, the reason was... Was because there was so much demand and everybody qualified for a mortgage. I mean, you think about it. In two hundred four, two hundred five, you get a loan without without a job, without income verification. I mean, it's subprime loans that were just they were given to anybody. And because there was so much demand, prices for houses went to the moon, and they went to record high. And then what happened was when all those loans started to go bad. And those people couldn't afford the adjusted rates when it finally adjusted, and their payment was 200% or 300% what it was last year. They started a default on their loans. And what happened was the housing market collapsed in its value because there was empty houses in people's neighborhoods. Y'all remember that. I mean, think about it, listeners. You you saw those houses all around your neighborhood. And that's what caused the, the market value to plummet of your home's value. And ultimately, there was more supply than demand. And so this equation of supply and demand works in every marketplace, including the U.S. stock market, including the futures market, the currency market. And so our job as traders and investors isn't to determine whether a company has a good sales forecast for the next five years. It's whether to determine whether there are more buyers or sellers at the price it's at. And if there's more buyers than sellers, price will go up. You should be a buyer because there's more demand than supply, which means price will rise. And vice versa, if there's more sellers than buyers, price should fall you either want to secure your profits and get out if you own the stock or short the thing on the way down and make a profit so supply and demand becomes a equation that many of the investors and traders in this country don't understand but it's the most true element of what's going to make price move in the markets and if you don't learn the skills of understanding supply and demand you're just gambling in the market and that is not a place you want to be
0: No, champ. It's absolutely not a place you want to be, but unfortunately, the masses feel the market is a gamble. They feel that, you know, they they, hopefully they make money, and that's really not the way you want to play. But yet, I do meet people that spend time. I mean, I meet people all the time. Adam, I got a Schwab, a Fidelity account. I got an E-Trade account. And you hear about these guys that they go to work, and the first hour of them being at work, they're not getting ready for their meeting. These executives are sitting in their office with the door closed, waiting for the 9.30 open. And you know what? That's not the way you should be trading. You shouldn't be you know, looking for you know, a news announcement before you make a, a buy or sell in your portfolio, if you break it down to what you were just talking about, Champ, you can utilize supply and demand, you can see it predetermined, you can put probability behind it, you can minimize risk, and that's the way the best of the best, that's the way the professionals, that's the way, you know, even our sponsor, Online Trading Academy, that's the way they teach you how to trade like that. And that's what separates Champ.
1: Well, and that's the way Goldman Sachs looks at it. I mean, Goldman Sachs, in, this, in essence, creates the supply and demand. I mean, When they put an order in or a half million shares of XYZ stock to buy or sell, that's going to move the market because what it does is it creates an imbalance. In other words, if there's a lot of people that want to buy it and then all of a sudden there's 10 times as many shares for sale than people want, price is going to fall because their big sell order came on the field. It drove price lower because now there's more supply than demand. What I love about the Academy is that we teach people how to identify where those imbalances are in the market before price gets to that point so that you know to be a seller here before price gets here, and you know to be a buyer before price gets to where you need to be a buyer. So you're waiting with patience and discipline to make your decision, and you've already got laid in where you believe price is going to turn, and once it gets to that price, you're in. And the good thing is, is that if you're right, you have a tremendous upside potential. And if you're wrong, the skill set says take a small loss. It's okay. It's not a casino. It's not roulette. It's literally understanding a balance of supply and demand and putting yourself in a position to profit from those movements before they happen. One of the most important aspects of understanding the market, Adam, we talked about it earlier, is a wholesale retail model. You know, Walmart understands how to buy it wholesale and sell it retail. So does Goldman Sachs. So should we as traders and investors in the market. And I don't care if you've got a 401k, a 403b, an IRA, a TSP account. You have to start to understand that everything moves on a wholesale retail model. And if you know where to buy at wholesale and when to sell at retail, that's going to put you in a much higher chance of making money. And long term, you can get that consistency and hit the goals you set for yourself and your family.
0: I met a gentleman the other day. He said, Adam, he goes, I've been contributing to my 401k for about 25 years. And I said, what do you do?" And He goes, I work for a company here in town. He goes, it's corporate America gig. And, you know, I work my way up on middle management. You know, I got a staff underneath me about 18, but, you know, I make about 70 grand a year and I try to contribute as much to my 401k as possible. I asked him, I said, okay, what's the benefit of that? He goes, well, I get a match. And he goes, and it's also where I keep my savings. He goes, my wife and I don't do well at saving outside of the 401k. And if it's in the 401k, I don't spend it. And I said, so because of your discipline habits on your financials, you actually put more money into the 401k than you normally would. I go, do you put more in than what the match offers? And he said, absolutely. He goes, I try to save as much as I can there. And I said, that's interesting. And I said, so when you put that money in, are you putting it into cash or are you put it into a mutual fund? And he goes, well, we have a company stock and then we have a mutual fund. And I said, okay, and when do you make money in that company stock and mutual fund? And he goes, well, when the market goes up. And I said, so what happens if the market goes down? He goes, well, I lose money. I said, so you're going to say let's just throw in $100 a pay period, but if the market's going down, you're just losing money as you're going down. And he said, I never thought of it that way. I said, in the, in the market sell-off in of 2008, did you stop contributing to the 401K? And he goes, you know, Adam, I didn't even think about it. He goes, I watched my wife and I lost probably almost 35% of our portfolio. And I said, in every single month, you continue to add contributions and yet that money was immediately, if it was $100, immediately it was going down in value. And he looked at me and he said, Adam, I, I never even stopped to think of it that way. When I invest in the financial markets, I'm hoping that it goes up. And I said, and that's the problem. This gentleman's his name was John. I said, John, I said, a lot of people are in the exact same situation as you. I said, they work for a company, they get a 401k, and immediately they just start socking away at it. But I looked at him, I said, John, now is this your only retirement vehicle? And he looked at me, he goes, well, what else would I have? I said, there's so many different ways to attack the financial market. And I said, if you put in all your eggs in one basket, what is that? What do, what do people say about that? He goes, it's not good. And I said, and you know what? If in your financials, all your eggs are in one basket? you know." And he goes, well, what about diversification? What about if I, I buy a couple other stocks with it? And I said, but still, if it's all in a 401k where you can only make money when the market goes up and you don't know how to protect to the downside, I said, what, is that, what does that probability look like long-term if the market goes up and down? He goes, it's just a matter of time, Adam. And he said, Adam, that's what I'm concerned about. I'm almost 50 years old. I'm working for this company. And my biggest frustration is, am I going to have enough money ever to retire? Am I going to be the guy who's 68 years old still walking the halls here in the office? And he goes, I don't want to be that. I want to be able to vacation. I want to be able to take my wife somewhere. I want to be able to just get out there and you know live life the way a normal person would retire. And I'm starting to think that I'm not going to get there. And I said, you know what, John? I said, and that's the issue with the general public. That's the issue across the board. If you look across this country and you look at individuals, they get a job. They try to get a secure job with benefits. They're more worried about their paid time off and their sick leave, and they're worried about their, their insurance. They're not so much worried about what is that investment going to do for them long term. They hear they have a 401k, and they just feel good about it, and the reality is, is they need to be taking that money, putting it into a place where they can control it. They can self-direct it. They can make money both in an up and an down market. And when an individual can realize that they can do that while working a full-time job, all of a sudden the sky's the limit. And that's why Online Trading Academy, the sponsor of Bulls and Bears, has a class specifically on how to increase probability, how to minimize risk, and when you know how to do those two things, how to utilize leverage. And these three components are in every aspect of the financial markets. And once you know how to use all three to your favor, your accounts will grow in the right direction you'll have less risk, and more importantly, you can leverage yourself when the time is right appropriately. Online Trading Academy has a $500 class specifically on this. I only have 10 seats to give away. We're going to give away to the listener right now. You do not want to miss out on this for callers 10 to 20. Pick up the phone right now and call 844-51-TRADE. That's 844-51-TRADE for callers 10 to 20 to get this $500 class on probability, risk, and leverage from our sponsor, Online Trading Academy. That's 844 518 7233. 844 518 7233 for callers ten twenty. Once again, 844 51 Trade. This is Adam on Bulls and
1: Bears. The preceding program was provided for entertainment and general information purposes. Opinions expressed are those of the presenter only. We make no promises or guarantees of investment performance. Online Trading Academy is not a broker, dealer, certified financial planner, or registered investment advisor.